So do you feel like your finances are a roller coaster? Do you have a hard time maybe with credit card debt or building an emergency fund? If so, hey, you are not alone. That's exactly how hope felt a little over 90 days ago. But today, man, things are much different for her. And she is my guest today. And she is here to share what's helped her go from financial roller coaster to financial hope in just the last 90 days. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast with Brad Nelson. Brad and his co-hosts experience the anxiety of living paycheck to paycheck before learning the fundamentals of financial success. They are now on a mission to empower regular people to pay off their debt for good and enjoy happier, less stressful lives. Keep listening for inspirational interviews, tips, tricks, and practical advice to gain financial freedom. Hey, 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 welcome to today's show. I am Brad Nelson, founder of the Debt Free Dad podcast. I paid off $45,000 of debt and have been debt free now for more than 10 years. And I've helped thousands of others save and pay off tens of millions of dollars with the work here we do at Debt Free Dad through our Roots membership and obviously this podcast over the last five years or so. Now, as I mentioned in the intro, I am so excited to have Hope joining us today on the Debt Free Dad podcast. But after listening to this episode, if you want to take this a step further, I've got an awesome free workshop to take this that step further, and I'll be sharing those details about that later on in the show. So as I mentioned, our guest today is Hope Weber. Now, Hope is a born and raised Jersey girl living in North Carolina with her Lilac Point Siamese cat, Leo. She is a proud auntie to the best 13-year-old nephew who lives in New York City. Most of Hope's career has been in HR. However, she earned her superpowers doing a career pivot and taught second grade for seven years, but has now returned to her HR career. Hope is a member of my town's parks and recreation committee. And she says, my happy place is anywhere with palm trees, water, sun, sand, and fun. And coming from Wisconsin, Hope, I am with you. So Hope, thanks so much. And welcome to the Deaf Dad podcast. Thank you. Happy I'm to so, be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. And as, as we were kind of talking right before we hit record here, you know, one of the things that we're trying to do here on the Deputy Dad podcast is uh, bring some Roots members in that are fairly new to, you know, the 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 program and the things that we're doing. Because, you know, for a lot of people who are living paycheck to paycheck, they may look at some of these people who have reached that freedom through Deputy Dad here and they might say like, man, there's just no way I could pay off that amount of debt or, or have that kind of success. And, you know, and it's going to take years to get there. Well, you know, here we're bringing on people that have been doing this 60, 90 days, six months and Man, they've made some made some tremendous headway, and you are one of those individuals who's in the last ninety days just made some tremendous progress. So I'm so glad that you could take some time out here because I know uh, there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna listen to this and and be able to resonate with some of the things that you struggle with, and and now hopefully give them some hope about what are some things that you've done over the last ninety days to make a, a tremendous difference and and where you are not, uh, at right now. So uh, it's gonna be great. So my first question for you, Hope, and and like we uh, ask a lot of people when when they join because I think a lot of our money issues and challenges and mindset. <laughs> A lot of that gets created when we were growing up. So can you share a little bit about uh, how you learned about money growing up and, and maybe how that affected you as you became an adult and started to manage your own finances? Yeah, sure. So money was taught uh, to me through the lens of religion. Um, I grew up in a very conservative, evangelical Christian household, and I learned money through that perspective, right or wrong. Um, I was taught that money is the root of all evil and that 10% um, must be tied to the church before you do 
anything with your money. Um, so it was never really talked about outside of those concepts. Um, the most financial literacy I received was sitting down with my father and him teaching me how to balance a checkbook. Gotcha. You know, okay. unconsciously, I think I just learned never to trust money. And, you know, that unfortunately played out for me because my dad got sick my freshman year of high school and he's better now. And uh, my parents are financially stable again. So I'm very thankful for that. However, that illness caused a major financial upheaval. So my parents lost everything, their savings, their college savings for my sister and I, um, you know, their retirement, their home. And because my dad was unable to work there, you know, they let him go. Um, So we also live by the maximum that, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. And, you know, my dad was the primary breadwinner. And anytime I needed money prior to getting that part-time job in high school, you know, I always had to justify why I needed five or $10 um, when asking for money. But as an adult, I realize now that both of my parents grew up with parents that lived through the depression. So it was always, is this a necessity? Um, So just having lived through those experiences and not having a a solid financial literacy background, you know, one would think that I saved every dime I've ever earned. And um you know, that's not the case for me. Um, I wanted instant gratification, you know, right. buying those things that I thought if I did that, no one was going to take that away from me. And I always thought I had extra money, which was the credit card availability because my balance wasn't so high. And, you know, I should buy it now because I can do it. And, you know, I'll figure out how to pay it later on because, you know, I'm working. Yeah. So yeah, that's um that's, that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> that's interesting. So so more yeah. of a, as growing up, more of a, like you said, m- money is more of a taboo or like root of all evil type thing. Skip more scarcity, you know, mm-hmm. very 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 much. Um, mm-hmm. maybe a lot more savers and just words that come to mind are like you know not necessarily penny pincher or cheap, but just they're watching every dime, but. And I would think like that would rub off on you, but no, as an adult, like you were like, no, I, I, you almost went the opposite direction in some cases. I went full throttle, instant gratification. I could be the poster child. Right. <laughs> right. Like, oh yeah. I want that to, to, you know, just slide the card. Cause for me it was, well, there's money there. I yeah. have that availability, not understanding that. Yes. You have that availability with interest, if you can't pay the full amount, which I never did. I always have interest. I always carried a balance. So and it just never really dawned on me. I was happy because I had this and nobody was taking it away from me. You know, when you lose everything, you know, and I, I look back now with my parents, I can't imagine them trying to raise two children with losing everything. Yeah, And, you know, it was the generosity of my grandparents People in the church, you know, sure, come live with us, come stay with us. People would drop off food with, you know, money in a bag. And and I learned to be grateful for that. But at some time, sometimes I learned to be very resentful. And it was just like, well, really, this is it. This is what happens when you when you tie, then you do the right thing. And, you know, you, you're a high schooler. Your right. your your thought process is just 
very different at that time as then moving forward as an adult. Right. And again, it's it wasn't really a topic of conversation. Yeah. So when you don't express it and understand it, you kind of formulate, well, hey, they gave me a credit card. I, sure, I got money. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. So obviously, so you mentioned instant gratification. You, you started mm-hmm. using some, you started using credit cards and things. I mean, was it manageable at first or, or how did like, how did things get to the point? I guess, I mean, cause you know, you, this went on for a while, right? Oh, sure. So how, I got my first credit card in 1987, June of okay. 1987. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so how did that go when you first started using them? Were you managing it pretty well? Like, you know, you said, you know, you didn't pay it off every time, but did it, yeah. did it escalate quickly for you or, or was it something that just kind of s- like slowly grew over time? It slowly grew over time. Sometimes some months I was able to pay it off. Um, there was a time that, you know, I didn't have as many credit cards because I paid it off. And I was like, yeah, I don't shop there anymore. I don't need that one. So I wouldn't use it. Or um, I never really maxed out in the sense of having a very high balance and or a high limit, I should say, and reaching that limit. It was always kind of the middle of the road, but push it a little bit. You know, there was always a cash advance if you needed money for the weekend too, right? Yeah, <laughs> so right. Go to the bank, sure. get the cash advance and use that. So I always use that as a tool as, you know, my well is always full. I have all these different credit cards and I can access cash at any time. Yeah, yeah. So at Very what point- Very narrow, unfortunate view, but- <laughs> Yeah, but no, I, I think, <laughs> man, I- I resonate with a lot of that. I can I can relate because I did a lot of the same things for many years before I started figuring out like wow this isn't working. <laughs> you know, yeah, no. <laughs> um, because it's you're you're so true. It's and I think there's probably a lot of people who listen to this and probably can relate too. It's this is not an uncommon thing, you know. Yeah. And and I feel like this is where a lot of us in this mindset we get stuck and realize like oh, well this is just the way it works and and. You're always going to have credit card debt or whatever. And, um, you know, how, how just over time it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So like, as you're going throughout these years and stuff, was there ever a time where it was like, maybe I need to do something about this, you know, maybe this (laughs) isn't the right way. Were you starting to feel any sorts of stress? Were you getting behind on things? Like what, how did, how did that relationship continue to, to, to build? There was a point where, you know, I, I looked at my total debt and I was thinking that maybe this should get a little more under control. So, you know, I, I reached out to a common debt consolidation company and was like, oh, this is great. They'll just combine all my credit cards into one monthly payment. It became reasonable for my budget. And I was like, all right. So, you know, did that first round, paid it all off not thinking about once I do that, how am I going to set myself up for success? Again, not having that financial literacy. Well, we did it again. And it was a smaller amount this time. So I was like, okay, I got a little better. (laughs) Not much. Um, So I did it again. And it was like, all right, here we go. And then I turned 55 last year. And I thought, this is ridiculous. This is just, what are you going to do? I, right. I'm simple. I, I have to support myself. I am not that far for retirement. I will probably work till, you know, I can get the most out of my retirement dollars. But I thought, 
in the meantime, something has got to change. And obviously I'm the common denominator in my relationship to money had to be looked at differently because getting those credit cards over and over and over again is is not doing it. That's not retirement. <laughs> right, right. Now you got introduced obviously to Deaf Dead through uh, the Deaf Freedom Planner, correct? I did. Okay. I did. So I, you, you obviously probably saw that on Facebook, my guess is. So what, what did you yes. think about it when you saw that? Obviously you, you did decide to, to invest in that. How, how did I that will, go when you first started using it? I just started using it for the month of January. I joined Roots October 30th of 2023. And who does that two months before Christmas trying to get your finances in order? But right. hey, go for it. Why not? Right? Right. Right. Um, so I looked at it and I thought, oh, maybe this is an easier way because I'm still very old school. I still use my Franklin planner at work. I love that for me, pen to paper just seems to work a whole lot better. Yeah. So I'm going to say I went by the, oh, the tactic of, oh, there's a planner for, for financial planning. Like who knew? And then the stickers as a former teacher who doesn't love a sticker, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I thought, hmm. Yeah, let me just buy the planner. So I just started clicking around and there was a few podcasts and I listened to a few of them and looked back at the planner and then it said, join the Roots community. And I'm like, what is that? So I looked at it and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, well, we'll see. I just kept going back to the planner and then yeah. I would just keep going back to the Roots community. I love the concept of the tree and just the roots coming up, you know, below it. And it's like, that's really what I need. Like that financial literacy class that, most high school kids go through now. Yeah, I never went through. I went through my own hard knocks. Right, Great, but I could have saved myself a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot more money. So that's how it got started for me. So my first month now is January, and and I have you know everything mapped out. I it keeps you honest. Yeah, it definitely keeps you honest. So you know I have all. <laughs> you know, outside of the standard living expenses, everything else is the credit card payments that have to be made. And then, you know, okay, what else are you doing here? And, you know, you got to be honest, was that expense planned or not? And there's been three this month that have not, but they're all under $25. So I'm like, all right, you have a little bit of wiggle room, but let's not, that's where I could get in trouble. Right. So I noticed that about myself. So it does. this is it. Like you have to be honest with yourself, which right. when you take a good hard look, sometimes it's difficult. <laughs> yeah. So you use the planner for a while. Obviously you, yeah. you you mentioned you joined Roots in October of 2023. And as we're recording this, that's that's we're coming up on just about, what is that? 90, little over 90 days, somewhere right around bit. there. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what made you decide, like, I'm going to do this. Is there, I mean, obviously you mentioned, you know, you, you realize you're 55 years old. Was it that, or was it was there something else that kind of popped up where you're just like, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to do this. I think it was a combination of, of turning 55, knowing there was a planner and then listening to the program through different podcasts that I would click on. For me, it was just real people trying to, to make changes and you're there as a relatable guide for that process because I've tried other programs, never stuck to it. And then I thought, well, let's try this one. I can, I can pay for it. It's not going to break the budget. So if I don't get anything out of it, oh, well, you know, that was really my attitude, which probably wasn't the best, but if I'm being honest, that's what it was. So for me, I just knew 
you know, the old saying goes, when the student's ready, the teacher appears. Right. And I think at that point, it was like, okay, it has finally caught up with you. You have got to have this honest conversation with yourself. And what are you going to do differently? So I'm I'm taking those baby steps. I am like, all right, here we go. Just yeah. follow the plan. Do your 15 minutes. Listen to the program. Chart chart your successes. And I think that was also something that I found very interesting because most of the financial prior courses that I've taken, it was it was the debt, the debt, the debt, the debt. And it was like, right. yeah, I know I have it. You don't have to keep pounding it into me. I got yeah. it. That's why I'm here. But for me, it was we'll take a step back. Let's look at let's look at the progress that you've made. What are you learning? Because now that you're learning, you have to do better. So what what have you done better? Well, I paid cash for Christmas. Everything was paid in cash. Awesome. So it was like, all right, there you go. So now you go into January, no debt. I haven't used credit cards since August. Wow. So, you know, it's it's understanding now that okay, I was ready. I could resonate because one of the podcasts I was listening to was like, yeah, I, I don't like math. I was like, oh, he's got my attention. because <laughs> That was not, I mean, math and I have a love hate relationship. And for yeah. so long, it's like, look at the budget. What can you cut out? What can you cut out? It's like, I, I can't cut out anything. Yeah. And it was so, it was so refreshing to go, look, you're going to make mistakes on this budget. Look and see if there's something for right now that maybe you can put on hold. And I think it was just reframing the conversation. And that's really more to me what resonated. This is a conversation. You're not here to beat us over the head, if you will. With, this is debt. Yeah, we right. know. <laughs> yeah, um, right. And get us thinking about, well, what are you celebrating? What are you going to do after you get out of debt? And that for me was like, wait, what? No one had ever really posed that question to me. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's a powerful question. And my first response is, I don't know. Because I'm just so consumed with trying to get the debt paid off that I wasn't figuring out, well, what are you going to do after? And right. that just changed my perspective of, oh, well, <laughs> let me go find out what I could do. Because when I look at my budget for the longest time, I thought I've got to make more money. Right. That really wasn't the case. Wow. It really was not the case. When I looked at my budget and I separated out my living expenses of protecting this house, and I looked at what I was paying out in credit card debt, that's where all my money's going. Yeah. And I had never done that exercise. And I'm like, oh, wait, I do make enough money. I just got to get this cleaned up over here. So right. let's go. Right. It's time to move forward now. Wow. There's so mm -hmm. much good stuff there. Cause it's like, I, I, that's probably like one of the things that people say often is I don't make enough money. I'm always going to be in debt. I don't make enough. It's always the income side. And it's just like, well, it potentially could be that, but in all likelihood you do make enough money. Um, but all your money is probably going to a lot of stuff, a lot of payments, a lot of things that probably you don't need or you didn't want, or you don't want anymore. Right. 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 Um, <laughs> You know, so it's it's about reshaping that mindset, especially moving forward. That that's so good. So now you have um, made some pretty good progress here in the last ninety days. And and before I kind of have you share a little bit about, you know, what do you feel has been the most effective things in Roots, especially in these first ninety days, that's helped you the most. Just maybe maybe you can share with uh, our our listeners about, you know, was it 
something that you learned in budgeting, something that you learned about building your emergency funds or whatever. But can you share real quick, what have you been able to save and pay off in just the last 90 days since you started uh, working the, pro- the, the process here that we have in Roots? Yeah. So to date, I have saved $728. Um, I paid off two credit cards uh, totaling $542.96. Awesome. And then um, I am on track to have my emergency fund fully funded by the end of March. And my on-time credit card payments have totaled $4,258.76. When I saw that number, I'm like, that is a vacation. Yeah. You, You know what I mean? Like that was just astounding to me. And I never taken the time to do that. But going through Roots and doing that 15 minutes and looking over that budget, and I made a lot of erasing during that budget worksheet. I'm like, oh, wait, oh, oh. And it it wasn't like cutting out the Starbucks, cutting out, you know, the the cable. Now, I'm fortunate in the sense that I rent, so my cable's included. But all of those things that they kept telling me, cut out, cut out, cut out. When I looked at it over the course of the year, that wasn't breaking my budget. It was my food. And right. my debt payments. Right. And I was like, all right, I can't control the cost of food other than trying to buy what's on sale. But what I can control is that bigger number. Right. Right. I still have about $32,000 to pay off. Yeah. But we're getting there. But you're getting That's there. Okay. But, but I'm getting, getting there. there. And this is the first time in my adult life that I've ever started a new year with an emergency fund. That's incredible. Yep. I never, you know, for me, it was like a rainy day. I'm like, I've lived through rainy days. That money just goes like it doesn't yeah. like it's never going to be there. Like, what's the point? Right. And then what stopped me was, you know, again, being so focused on getting the debt paid down, getting it done and getting it off the list and understanding the importance of getting that done. When I when I did the the class that said, no, the emergency fund comes first, get that done. And then you start the snowball. And I had always had that flipped because I thought, what's an emergency fund? Yeah. We blew through that and look where it got us. You know, it's like, mm. right. right. But now I see the importance of it of, okay, I have that there and I haven't touched it and I don't plan on touching it. How can I work with my budget that if I need a little extra, what can I do? Yeah. And now I have a total dollar amount of what I spent on Christmas for 2023 that I can start going, okay, well, then that's my limit going forward. And I made my first payment to that high yield savings account for 2024 expenses. Never done that before. Yeah. So it's just those little things that it's like, oh, this is what it means to adult. Oh, it's really not that complicated. (laughs) Who knew it would take me this long, but Uh, you know, here I am. (laughs) Well, and what I love practicality yeah. of what you've shared with us. Yeah. What I love about it too is, I mean, it's not always because you're, you're, you're very early on. And I mean, you've made such great progress here in just 90 days, but I want to go back to what you also said. You have not used credit cards since August. That's almost four or five months, no credit card use. So not only are you not going further into debt, but you're also improving your budgeting skills. You're improving your planning skills. And that this is how this works is if you're a listener here and you're wondering like, how do these people start getting these big numbers? Hope is a perfect example of how this gets started. And it all starts with mindset change, behavior changes, habit changes, and you get those quick and small wins in the beginning. And I guarantee you, if Hope keeps this going in a year from now, she's going to be like blown away about how far she's come in just one year. Because again, it's all about building momentum and those little wins that you get early on 
eventually turn into huge wins later on. And so I think, you know, as a listener, if you're here and hope even you too, I, I think this is, this is how it works. A lot of people, when they start paying down debt, they, they feel like it should all happen all at once. And that's just not the reality. It's like, you didn't get into debt overnight. It's going to take you longer than overnight to get out. It's going to take some time. And this is how we do it. We do it one little step at a time, one small change at a time, one little bite at a time. And before you know it, a year goes by, two years go by. And, and a lot of people are like, I'm done already. I can't even believe it. Um, and, uh, I just, I just love that. So can you, t- can you go back to these last 90 days and, and can you pull out anything and, and feel free to share whatever, like anything that you learned in roots so like, what do you feel has helped you make these behavior changes, these habit changes? Was it things that you learned in the content? Was it the community of all of these other roots members? Like what, what do you think has been some of the things that have made the biggest difference for you these last 90 days and helping you kind of really build all of this momentum over these last three months? Yeah, I think for me, as I mentioned earlier, I am slowly beginning to trust money. It is not evil. It's an energy. It flows wherever you tell it to go. And I love in the, in the, um, I think it was early on, maybe the first or second um, module where you say you're becoming a money manager. Yeah. I was like, I have never managed my money, but I do like the title. So thanks. I can, I can work with that. So I just started doing that. I will say I made, um, I made some I am statements around financial um, literacy and just abundance. And, and I say them every morning as I face the sun, I, I love the sun. So I have to, you know, I have to have my sunshine, but for me, it's just building that confidence and trust again. Well, not again, just not as a foundation, if you will. I've just never had it. So I think that and, you know, stepping into the fact that I am a money manager, I get to tell my money where to go. I think is that was powerful for me when you said that. And then there was there was something else that you had said, and I don't remember which module that it was, but it was something along the lines of when you pay cash. For something that you wanted, it becomes a blessing. Yeah. And that, that sat with me and I processed that and I'm like, yeah, this could have all been a blessing. Like I could have done X, Y, Z. And I don't say that out of regret. I say that out of reflection, like what I've paid over the last 90 days, had I put that into a high deal savings account or a vacation fund. So it's just rethinking and just understanding and being open to accepting and hearing what those modules are really there to teach you. Yeah. And then having the application of either doing the the monthly budgeting sheets or the planner. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I, I still use my Franklin planner. I understand that process. It resonates with me. That is not a, a money planner. But when I saw this and it opened up, I'm like, oh, this is totally what I need. And it yeah. kept me on track. And I can just look at that. I do have a spreadsheet of you know journal entries and then my cash flow. So sure. kind of yeah. get to where I'm at. But it's that it's just going, okay, I admitting I need help. Yeah. And what what help is out there that's going to support me where I'm at? And this for me came along because I admitted that I needed help and 
nothing was changing with all the tidbits I had supposedly been incorporating in my financial um, literacy class that really wasn't, I don't think I've graduated yet, but you know, (laughs) when I get through this one, I think I will definitely graduate and say, I am debt free. So that's, that's the goal. But those are the few things that resonated with me starting Mm -hmm. out. You mentioned you've um, opened up some high yield savings accounts. So can you, Mm -hmm. can you talk about um, creating that habit of saving and how, how is it? Cause you mentioned like for the first time starting a new year, you have some money in an emergency fund. I mean, that's a, that's a great feeling. So can you, can you talk about how that's improved maybe your stress levels around money and just your, your overall, um, maybe, maybe you worry, maybe you don't worry anymore. Can you talk about how savings has kind of helped you maybe, um, just overall have a better feeling about where you're at? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it was, it's tangible progress. It's that instant gratification of, oh, look, I have this and look how much I have in there. For me, it was never the dollar amount. It was, I actually have this. I did it. Yes, you know, I got that. my gold star. You know? yep, I love it. <laughs> that was, yeah. That was my adulting. But I think, I think the community, we hold each other accountable because we're all, we're all doing this. We're all at different places of where we're at, but it's given me you know, you talked about the white space in one of the the live meetups of, you know, being the graphic designer and white space is okay. And that just causes you to breathe a little bit. I don't feel like I'm holding my breath as much, or if, if the other shoe should drop in a, you know, prior to this, it would be like, Oh, well, that's just going to blow up this month. Okay. Well, I'm going to pay this and I'm not going to have to this. Now it's like, "Mm, okay, I'm okay. Like if, if something were to land that way, there's money and there's never been that. So for me, that's a little bit of, okay, we can exhale just a little bit. That's good. There's some white space there, but I think just having that, those weekly Friday, Hey, what, what did you do this week? Or um, what are we celebrating? Or where are you at? It's just that check-in. It's the mindfulness around money now that I never really had. Right. You mentioned the word um, roller coaster. Mm. felt felt like you're on a roller coaster all the time, yes. which I think a lot of people probably can feel that way about their finances, right? It's this up yeah. and down. It's like this crazy ride oh. never ends. Yeah, uh, no. What word would you use today, just 90 days later after doing this? Probably the kitty roller coaster. There you go. You know, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still kind of doing it, but there's not that sharp, like, whoop, here we go, hands up and like, let's go. It's, it's like, okay, there's going to be some, some readjusting when you look at the, you know, the new budget worksheet for February, you're like, mm, okay, well, let's look back. What'd you do here? Yeah. Uh, so I think it's now kind of downgraded to the kitty level. I'm tall enough and I got this, like, I feel like I don't need to hang on for dear life. It's not white knuckled, but I think it's starting to get to understand that, you know, life isn't perfect. It's not linear. You're going to have that ebb and flow. You're going to have that. Okay. We're chugging, we're chugging, we're chugging. And like, oh gosh, we're going to go down now. Right. It's okay. It's okay. You've got strategies now in place and you know, now you can do better when that comes Yeah. and asking yourself that question of how does this impact? What do I need to shift? Can I do it now? Do I need to wait 24 hours? So I think it's just being, again, mindfulness that I just never had around the concept of money because it's just always been so foreign to me. Yeah. So I think it's just building that relationship and understanding the the give and take of money 
And you don't compare yourself to anybody else. It's where you're at and where you need to start. And however long it takes, that's how long it takes. Because that's how long you need to know to understand the lessons that need to be taught that you don't even know you need yet. So, yeah, yeah, I think think I'm down at the kiddie coaster now. It's not as like, (laughs) it's not big and scary, but it's, it's okay. It's going good. And if we get a little blip, there's some money there. It's okay. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. I love that. I want to go back to what you said a little bit about when I asked the question of um, what does life look like after debt for you? And and I'm just curious, number one, what what have you come up with that answer? I mean, you're very early on in your journey and sometimes it takes time to kind of figure out what that looks like. So I'm interested to see, like, we we talk a lot about why our purpose inside Roots because again, you know, getting out of debt is hard work. You've, you've got to have that quote unquote juicy why. Like, why am I doing this work? Because I'm going to have to do some things that aren't always going to be fun in order to get to where I want to go. So, so for you, what what have you what have you started grabbing onto in your future that is pushing you towards that? Like, is there anything specific that you've come up with that's really kind of motivating you to keep going forward? There's a couple of different things that I'll go back to um, delayed gratification. Now, <laughs> there's some things on my list. I mean, first and foremost, I have to rethink retirement. Yeah. Um, I have to think, what does that look like? Does that does that mean I need to look outside of the United States? Does that mean I look into the United States? You know, the state that I currently live in doesn't tax certain things in retirement. So right. starting to look at that and pay attention. That's what I'll call my adult side. Um, the kids side of delayed gratification. There are three bucket list items um, that that are on there. Um, my sister and I to go to Paris together. Very and cool. Then, yeah, yeah, Barcelona and Greece. So that's long term. Um, my nephew turned sixteen soon, so he would like to go to Turks and Caicos. I'm not opposed. <laughs> Who so, would be know, right? Those, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, twist my arm. I'll be the fun, cool auntie. So those those are what I'll call my delayed gratifications. Um, but that, but for me, it was really starting to look at. What are you going to do for retirement? You've got to yeah. look at this now very seriously and rethink what does that look like now? So when you're done, is it 15 or 20% in your 401k? Is it is it diversifying and putting, you know, half of that into, you know, your Vanguard fund? Like what is that going to look like? It's a little overwhelming right now because again, I'm I'm still focused on this is what I need to do. But I'm just starting to to view those those topics a little bit differently and yeah. taking some time to to read it just to educate myself. But right now I don't I can't dive into that just yet because yeah. I'm still here in my journey, but I do have my list. And I do look at the list. Yeah. Um, and you know, that keeps me going. But for me, this is like dig your heels in, you got this, show up for yourself, get it out of the way. And let's go. Yeah. But what a cool place to be able to have those thoughts now. Mm-hmm. And, to, and to actually have the hope that one day, I don't know exactly when, but one day right. I'm, I'm going to be there. You know, right. most people will say, oh, I'll never retire. And they just, that's it. Like you are now on a different path. You, you have a, a plan that's working, which is providing you some hope and some motivation to even start considering some of these questions. Like, hey, I am going to retire one day. What do I want that mm-hmm. to look like? I mean, what a what a great place to be because for so many people who don't, intentionally work on their finances, they just, they don't really have any hope for any future at all. It's just constant financial chaos and living paycheck to paycheck. And man, that's just, oof. 
it's a yeah. dark and scary financial place to be all the time, right? It so is. very, very some cool. For I you. still thank you. And some days I still feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck, but but sure. I've rearranged enough to know now that that emergency fund is is your life preserver right now. Right. You're okay. Yep. You're okay. Just keep going. And you know what? If it hits, you're just going to have to pause and reevaluate. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. And so I think just giving myself that grace and permission is 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 helping me calm down a little bit. Right. Um because it's always been there's always been that angst and anxiety around money for me. Sure. Sure. So, quick question, have you um like what are any friends, family, anyone that you've been sharing kind of some of this stuff with and, and what have been some of their feelings on, on things that you've shared if, if, if you have? Well, I will say this. I was a little selfish. I decided that I was going to keep this decision to myself. Yeah. And I was not going to say anything um, because all of those what ifs were going through my head of, you know, you haven't had a great financial record up to this point. What if you fall apart? What if you again? fail? Right. What if you fail? <laughs> you know, what if you can't get a thousand dollars? What if you can't get a part time job to hurry up and get out of debt? Like all like that talk track just kept going uh, around and, and around all and, around. Leg- and all legitimate based on I have the same right. thing. Same thing. I can I I can relate so much to that answer. Yep. So that was just like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything yet. I have to, first of all, believe and trust in myself. So let's just, let's just dip a toe in and see how I like it. I, I like the fact that there was like that 14 day trial, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't lose anything. I get to keep the planner. Fantastic. And the stickers. That's right. Um, so by week four, I called my sister and I said, guess what? This is what I did. And she was super excited and very proud of me. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so yeah, I just, I had to just, do it for myself first. Yeah. And then I was willing to share, but now I'll tell anybody that, Hey, if, if, if you've had a stellar track record, like I have, (laughs) you (laughs) might want to check out roots. If nothing else, buy the planner, I'll tell you how to use it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So my last question for you and, and hope this has been so good. And, uh, I, man, I'm just so excited for you because I get, you know, early on, it may feel like, you know, again, it's going to take me so much long or so long to get there, but I I'm telling you, you're doing so many of the right things. And, uh, as someone who's gone through this and someone who's helped a lot of other people, I'm just going to encourage you to keep going because I can guarantee you're going to look back at it and you're just going to say, it's been some of the best stuff that I've ever done for my life. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm just excited for you because there's gonna be one day we're going to bring you back here. We're going to be celebrating a lot bigger accomplishments. I know it's yes. going to be coming for you. And that's super yes. cool. Thank so you. My, my last question for you is if you had to go back to the hope, you know, 90 days, maybe even three, four, five, six months ago. And um, what would you say to someone maybe or maybe that hope that's on the fence and and just scared and, you know, knowing what you know now and, and what you've been able just to accomplish in the short period of time, is there any advice that you would give? And there might be people out there listening to this and it, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be join roots, but like, what would you tell someone? Hey, I'm struggling. I'm stressed. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I feel like I'm on that roller coaster. Well, what would you say to them knowing what you know now? I would say, give yourself permission. When the ride stops, take a minute and get off. Assess where you're at. And if you feel like what you're doing is working for you, then continue. 
but let's have a real conversation about that. Right. And if it's not, I'm going to give you a big hug and I'm going to help you say, this is what worked for me. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. But what I can tell you is I'm on the other side. And life looks very different and feels very different. But you have to give yourself permission and grace. What's done is done. You're here. Like this is where you arrive for whatever circumstances, whatever it is, you have to acknowledge it. When you're ready and you want to move forward, I would recommend Roots. I would recommend it for the accountability, for the, like I said earlier, real people all doing the same thing. And there's there's little things along the way that can help you. Because I think you not only teach, but you give the application of, okay, try it this week. And you know what? By Friday, we're going to hold you accountable. Okay, well, I can. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. I can do that. And they're not they're not hard things when you look at it. It's you've got to shift your thinking, which is obviously why the first module is behavior, because let me tell you that talk track in my head. Some days it was scary. It was like, just be quiet for a minute (laughs) and let me let me just read through this and maybe it'll make sense. And, And for me, it did. But. Like I said, I think I got a little scared at 55 going, oh, I don't know. And I just had to go, okay, let's start peeling back these layers here because yeah, you've taken other financial, quite prominent financial courses. You've read some books, you know, some authors, you've picked up a little bit here, you've picked up a little bit there, but it hasn't sustained you. Yeah. So what what do you need to do differently now? And I, I really had to have a very honest conversation with myself and it wasn't pretty, but I had to get the what ifs out of my head and go, no, this is, I am going to be a financial manager. I am going to, you know, align myself with the energy of abundance because that's what money is. And there's always going to be enough. So it was really switching that because for me, it was always scarcity around money. Yeah. And now I'm not saying it's perfect. But I'm saying there's a little bit of white space, little bit. And so that's just helped me go, oh, all right. I I have that in three months. Let's see what we're going to do in the next three months. That's right. And that's really just how I've had to take it. Because as you mentioned earlier, I didn't get like this in a year. It's not going to take me six months or a year to get out. It's going to take me a while. It's okay. It's okay. And I can only control what I can control moving forward. And that for me was changing the talk track in my head and listening to the modules and applying the knowledge that I'm gaining. Because once you know better, you have to do better. And it's messy. (laughs) My first budget worksheet, I was like, well, I'm not going to use my planner yet. I don't want to mess it up. I'm going to print out and I'm going to try December's budget. And I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) Just kept erasing and erasing. I was like, oh, I get it now. Hold on. Let me go back here. But January, I was like, all right, I've played around with this enough. I think I got it. I was like, here we go. Let's open up the planner. Let's start. So yeah, I love that. I love that was, man, all of this has just been incredible. And I think the the one thing that I'm going to pull out of everything you just said, and it was all great, but one thing for sure is life is completely different in just 90 days. You're saying that that is incredible to me. And that is the power of just taking action, 
getting yourself around the right community, having the support and accountability to put in the work. And uh, that's it. Everyone listen to this. There's no magic behind this. Like there is no magic. It's just those few things, get the education, rewire, relearn, start taking action, get that accountability. And man, this is, this is just incredible. So hope congratulations to you. I'm so excited for you. Uh, keep up the great work. And uh, I cannot wait to see where you're at here at the end of 2024. Uh, I have a feeling we're, might be talking again. <laughs> that would be great. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Appreciate you. Yeah. All right. Take care. Yep. Yep. So if you want to pay off debt, save more money and take control of your finances, just like Hope did and like you heard her story today, then sign up for our free Life Without Payments workshop right now so you can have less stress, more happiness, and your finances can feel less like a roller coaster, just like Hope. All you have to do is head over to debtfreedad.com, click on the link for our free Life Without Payments workshop, and this is going to give you everything you need to get started and so much more. So the Totally Awesome Debt Freedom Planner is helping so many people make consistent progress with their finances, whether that be building emergency funds, paying down bills, budgeting, tracking paydays, saving up for larger purchases, goal planning, and planning for those irregular yearly expenses that always seem to catch you by surprise. Now, the Debt Freedom Planner will help you take the stress out of managing your money. And if the thought is running through your mind, hey, I just need to have a simple tool to get my finances together, this planner is perfect for you. Head over to therealdebtfreedad.com, click on the Debt Freedom Planner in the menu at the top of the page, and order your Debt Freedom Planner today. All right, as you guys know, that sound means it's time for the celebrations of the show. And today we are celebrating fun purchases that our community has made by paying cash, by budgeting properly, saving up, and staying away from debt. First up here today is Tina. Tina says, I bought two books for pleasure reading. One of my goals this year is to get back to reading for pleasure again. And she has a goal of reading four books a month. So good for you, Tina. Congratulations. Shannon I bought some flowers. I put them in my bed and it makes me smile every morning when I wake up. Shannon, what a good thing that you do for yourself. I love that. Sandy, remodeling my bathroom. I waited and I saved until I had all the cash to do it. And then last is Tawana. Tawana says, I got a new patio door and paid cash. The cashier's face was like, really? You're paying cash? That is an awesome win, Tawana. Congratulations to you. And as always, congratulations to all of you guys who are taking a stand for your financial life and are wanting better. Hey, we get that getting out of debt isn't easy, but with our help and with your consistency and discipline and hard work, we promise you this will be some of the best work that you do in your entire life. Hey, thanks for joining us on today's show, and we'll see you guys on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening to the Debt Free Dad podcast. Connect with us on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Debt Free Dad. If you found value in today's episode, please leave us a rating and review. We so appreciate it. For resources, show notes, and links mentioned in today's show, visit DebtFreeDad.com. Catch you next week.